Welcome into the Horseshoe Lounge at Roosters. It is a absolutely fantastic Monday in Columbus, Ohio. The seventh victory Monday for the Ohio State Buckeyes, who beat Penn State, mm. previously unbeaten Penn State, 20-12 to 12 on Saturday. Unrivaled Penn State. They are unrivaled, and they still are searching for another win over Ohio State. They don't have one in the last seven years. Mm. Buckeyes get that win. If The score almost feels misleading, but we'll get into that as we go along. The whole crew, the normal crew, everybody's been begging. Justin's wick. Get him back. Where's Bobby? (laughs) Bobby's traveling the world more than Nicole. He's jet setting across the globe. He's been missing for three weeks. Wandering through the wilderness. Like you had a golf event, I think, and then you went to California. Golf event. What did I? Oh, yeah, the fan of you had the fan outing because I was gone. That was a while ago. No, that's how long you've been missing. No, no. It was last week I was in California. I can't remember when I was gone the week before. I think you were. You said you were out of town for that one too, but we never know because you're always all across the I can't even remember. That's how it's like Sunday night. Oh, I'm, I'm out of town. Well, no, I'm, I'm hopping, on, like, talks, like, I'm hopping like, on the PJ. I gave you weeks in advance. Oh, like, hey, these I went Mondays, down, I'm out. I went to the uh, Orlando. I went down to the Orlando Touchdown Club okay. and spoke down there and right helped to plant the flag down Jets there. It. You know, they, the one of the they call it the triumvirate that rules it. They're in, it's in charge. They she's a Buckeye, and they, they said we have about 200 members, but like 50 of them or you know, 45 to 50 of them are Buckeyes. So yeah. They usually have a lot of SEC folks, a lot of Florida, a lot of UCF down there in Orlando, as you can imagine. But, yeah, they had me come down. It was a great event and told them some great stories, talked about the state of college football, some different stuff. And it was a lot of fun. So we did that. And then I got back, flew in and out on a little one-day jaunt down to Orlando, came keep back. Keep the PJ gassed up, guys. Yeah, that was yeah, not right. that was keep, a it, keep it running. Uh, honestly, I feel bad. I feel like I used a lot of my travel goodwill on that because it was it was just a like, – non-stop to Orlando on Southwest. So it, it made it simple. Yeah. But both flights took off and landed on time, like Ooh, smooth, easy. Okay. Ooh, that's yeah. Nice. You know, it's nice. With the, the holidays but, coming up, that's but like it makes it, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like. Something's coming yeah. down. The well, because in two weeks, right. we're, we're going out to California again. I won't miss a show, though. Are I'll you moving there, Bobby? I, the no, deal? I would never move to California. No, I, I did like Laguna Beach. It was very nice. But, I mean, th- there's a number of drawbacks. The weather's good. And where we were at, it was it was fine. It's beautiful out there. You know, Nicole. shout out to my guy. He's in in from yes. California. Yeah, we it's great. Chris well, State. <laughs> here's the thing. I have no problem. Fan out there in Northern California. Southern California. We were we were in like the Laguna Beach, Orange County. That was great. Like you get off the coast a little bit, which is we're gonna go into Palm Springs for. We got all these all these friends turn forty, Nicole. You know how it is. Like yes. everybody gets older. So it's my wife's friend, and I was like, oh, I can't not do this because you yeah. want to go. I'm traveling across the country again to do it. But yeah, we have all these opportunities and we're getting back and we're going to be able to kind of negotiate around some of the Buckeye games. So it's going to be okay. Not just a couple couple of days. So hopefully all everything right. goes well. But, but we we're have, back. We have him back today, the general Bobby Carpenter and then Nicole Cox, the real star of the show. Mm, that's right. Who oh. Nikki, <laughs> getting, getting the predictions, right. handing out Buckeye leaves. I mean, the star of the I show. Was on, on just all over the TV on Friday, just being, oh. being a superstar, Nicole and Roosters. Oh, wow. yeah. I saw her down I mean, there. And her and they were like scheming in the back. Did she help you pull the yeah. jersey down on the uh, shoulder yeah, pads? Been... I know it's not easy to get those things on. Signing autographs no. on the Pat McAfee show. No, we, they were just the Pat McAfee show was just so sweet to have roosters food featured on like their entire last segment it was it was definitely an exciting moment and talk about i would have known that i would have hung around (laughs) that's what we were doing in there bobby we brought our own table we were setting up all the food um yeah eric it just couldn't have done it without him it was just their guys are awesome too they're really nice people oh they're just so humble they're pat mcafee's entire team is like some of the kindest most genuine just thanking us like 
just asking if we needed help carrying things like just so nice. So great experience. Such an awesome group. And then the weekend continued with another high on Saturday. What did you make of the 20 to 12 win? Nicole, how did it make you feel? Well, I, I thought it was, first of all, I heard the crowd inside the stadium was just unreal they like one of my buckeye leaves is going to the crowd well don't hey. spoil yep. it i just i have to throw it out there i got really excited about it i just i like that you're doing know. that now because berm can't do it yeah so you <laughs> took it from him it is to the crowd seriously for even my son my son went to the game he came home and he goes that's how a buckeye game should be mom he was like i stood the entire time and he goes and sometimes i'm the only person standing but everybody was standing. people told me to sit out i said yeah. no no yeah. chance he he said everybody was standing and the crowd was loud. And I, I love that. It, it does. It adds to the atmosphere. It adds to the excitement and it, it helps the guys on the field. If they're feeling like, Oh gosh, what's going on? If they get excited, they feel supported. Yeah. The defense was definitely asking for that. They got it. That helped fuel probably some yeah. of what was going out there, Bob. How did uh, Saturday make you feel? It was good. Uh, so I did my XM show in the morning from nine to noon, got off about a segment early and busted down there on the bike. And thanks to Fox holding that kickoff as long as possible. <laughs> I only missed two plays. Yeah. I watched the first third down. I was like, nice. holy smokes. That's, that's good. You got a three and out. Here <laughs> yeah. we go. I'm watching as I'm literally driving in. I have a picture on my phone. The helicopters were there. coming over. I'm like sprinting on the bike and people are trying to talk. I'm like, I'm not talking. I want to get into this game. I had my two younger or older boys with me. Busted down in there and got in. Environment was awesome. Fans were great. Defense was great. I think finally we're kind of embracing the return to the defense, you know, and now it's like we don't need to go score 49 points on seven possessions. We can play defense and hold them and get them in good positions, take some shots, be explosive, and win games like that. And honestly, the game wasn't for, you know, a ball kicking off Lorenzo Styles' leg, right. you know, Devin Brown probably not getting hurt because I'm guessing you're running with him on maybe third and fourth. Yeah. Did you guys maybe talk about that last week. Maybe a score. Uh, we did. Uh, we'll, we'll let you weigh Justin's in. Justin's not. We'll, we'll just, get to that. But I, that, that game could have been probably more like 27 to 6 and right. not even felt as close as it the ultimate score looked, which holding a team like that that we talked about, oh, they're great. There's that. You're six points. Time of possession. So 59, third downs. 59 and a half minutes. They had six points. It's pretty darn good. And then the offense, you know, they were effective. They were efficient. Defense, Penn State's defense is very good. Um, I thought so, too. They're very good. By, by, by everything we look at, the weekend, uh, defense being good at they were good at it. They were right? good. And so they, they did give some explosives and Marv, like, as good as he is, like, he, I feel like st he still hasn't played his best. I mean, he had a couple mm -hmm. of drops. Um, there were some PIs that probably could have been called mm -hmm. that weren't. Probably um, could have been Well, called. I mean, when you're double hip grabbing a dude. <laughs> the one on Julian you know, was absolutely egregious i was uh, I saw the yeah. one that was the worst by far yeah. like i don't know what you're looking at he is out there in the middle in front of god and everybody no one else is around him and he's just slowing down randomly as you watch the guy yeah. oh yeah you it was see a, him stop running yeah it was a smooth hold like he was on like doing hip pulls Which, in the first it. one or the second one well, both they both <laughs> got they both hey neither one of them got seen gotcha. but yeah it was good it was an awesome time man i was those games just always I'm not quite as bad as Nicole, but I feel like hanging out around with her. I'm like, I'm feeling her anxiety now. You're stressed for it? <laughs> well, because I just don't want to have to deal with all the nonsense of the negativity people that come in and just want to shower the hatred of this and that. And they're not this. And Ryan can't do that. And Kyle stinks. And mm -hmm. defense oh, is overrated. Waiting. They're chopping at the they are, like, they're That's waiting. why after Notre Dame, Ryan's like, you know what? Screw all you people. Yeah, I know you're going to jump oh. on me here if we didn't win this game. Same thing with Penn State. So terrible. And so I'm like, geez, we're <laughs> sitting there. I'm like, please win. I don't want to have a bad week. 
I was so happy, so happy when they won. And then watching all these other teams, like no one says anything about them struggling. Nope. But these guys actually lose, and whatever. Well, yeah. we go out and win, and that's the the funny thing for me. I, I mean, it was I thought it was a great day, great game, great weather too. Stuff could be cleaned up, of course, but you get the win. But then it's like today, oh well, Penn State wasn't that good. That's the narrative. Well, hold on, they, well, it's the number one defense coming I, into this game by all metrics that we measure football off of. They were a good football team, yeah. but now. I mean, that was his best team, but they, I mean, they're not going to beat Ohio State. It's, it blows my they, mind. They haven't how played anybody. They just asked, do they have the best resume in the country? I don't know. That, that Washington team is pretty. I mean, I'm just like, give me <laughs> a break. We have two top 10 wins in six or seven games, right? Yeah. yeah. Washington what are we talking about? Like absolute trash. And, and then there's that night. to go along with. But it's just, it's just funny how it all flipped. Everybody was talking Penn State up. This is their year. Blah blah blah, and then oh no, it didn't go that way. Well, they're just—they're not there yet. They, you know, James Franklin hasn't been able to get over that hump. What the most impressive thing is about the narrative is that you can use the same set of facts for two different reasons. Number one, Penn State's undefeated. You use the metrics of who all—you know—they play. Forget who they played, but they mm -hmm. beat these teams. Yeah, this they, is what the numbers look the like. They were supposed to. And this is why I'm taking them to win, mm -hmm. and they're better. And then on the Which other side, like, did. I'm like, well, they played. These were the teams they were playing. That's why it looked like that. And then the next is, well, they weren't very good. I mean, look at the teams they played. This is <laughs> exactly. this is they used the same set <laughs> of information, so just shape it differently. That's what that's what absolutely killed me on Saturday night and Sunday is looking at the national narrative, the national mm -hmm. media coverage of this game. There was one, I won't say who it was, but it was like, well, this game says more about the loser than it does the winner. Really? <laughs> Are you serious about that? Because you picked Penn State to win, and now you're like upset, <laughs> so they didn't meet the yeah. moment. You underestimated Ohio State's defense. Everyone has been talking for three-plus years about Ohio State not being able to it build stops, an elite yeah. defense, yeah. a championship defense, that they, they're too susceptible. They're not tough, <laughs> they're enough. Not tough enough to stop the run. And then what did they do? do? The team that you picked in to go on the road and beat Ohio State for whatever reason that you chose, national media members, and then you say that to beat them the way that they did handily should have been twenty to six mm -hmm. without that final drive doesn't matter. They won by eight. They never were trailing in the game. They weren't sweating. It never looked like Penn State was going to win. They were zero for third, zero for fifteen on third down. And you're going <laughs> to, I mean, I, I saw that. I'm like, that can't be. Right. And you're going to pretend like it doesn't say anything about Ohio State. Nicole, I felt like I was taking crazy. <laughs> you Muga I Mugatu? I get it. I was. I, One Luke? I, it was derelict. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> the defense, you guys, we, they're incredible. I'm so proud of them. I, they were everywhere they needed to be. Jordan Hancock, I felt like he was really, yeah. had some great plays. Um, Fantastic. Just, they, they just kept everything going, you know, and I know the offense was trying to figure some things out, which is okay. I want to flash back to, again, I bring it up every week, but when CJ Stroud first started, yeah. everybody, I'll never forget everybody just hating on Ooh, him. Let's see. You, Kyle brought, McCord. You, brought, yeah, you brought this up. I, I, lo I looked this up. CJ's eighth start against Penn state, 22 of 34, 306 yards, one TD. Really? What? Jay Z, what yep. keeps Kyle McCord in his seventh start? Jay Z, twenty-two or thirty-five, two eighty-six. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, but everybody wants to it. say, you know, exactly. I'm just like, where was CJ at? Jaguar, Jay Z. And then I like, where was Marvin at? Marvin had thirty-one catches going into his seventh game last year. He had yeah. thirty-one catches going into his seventh game this year. Look but we're this. not using him. You know, like it's just amazing how things can can go. And, well, we just, just have to remember. We just have to remember, like he is a young quarterback, yeah. and I. 
We still won. Hey, Drew Aller's the young quarterback, too. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Which, that's one how would, you, which one would you have rather oh, had? I felt bad for him. This I, is why, Nicole, that you play tough games and you try to get some like road games in mm-hmm. so that your first one isn't walking into mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Like As much as I, I was really nervous, that's why I was nervous at Notre Dame. Like a night oh, game, first start, a lot of things going into it. Because you never know how that's they're going to respond, and especially for Drew, being an Ohio guy coming here, like there's just a lot of emotion. And then they told him, I think that if someone got within me to you, just throw the ball out of bounds. So that's what he was doing. Yep. And this credit, he didn't throw an interception, but he also was 18 of 42. I, then he ended up getting sacked four times too. He, I, I, as the crowd got louder towards the end, yeah, you could just see he was yeah. he was I think he's gonna be a good quarterback. Yeah. But a lot a lot was made before this game yes. of well did Ohio State get the right game? You know, like why did he come I here? love Oller. No, I think he will be a great quarterback, mm-hmm. but yeah he, not being tested coming into the shoe. It wasn't gonna be defense, the same. I mean forget about it. That's I, a whole exactly. different ball game Against than what the he's defense. had. Our this, defense is just mm-hmm. we're so unstoppable. Even <laughs> even outside of just the communication piece of it. Because you were you've been at Penn State and Wisconsin, Iowa, games like that, where even outside of how hard it is to talk, when you make a mistake or they have a big play, and like you hear this the crowd erupt, it's like it, it like just it's like weights on top of weights on top of weights, just like okay. When you're at home, it's like wind at your back, everybody's mm-hmm. going, juiced up. When you're on the road, it's like swimming up a waterfall. And when the, the bad play happens, you gotta like get out of your head, next play, mm-hmm. on to the next. But it's hard because they just keep <laughs> screaming the whole you time. Hear, yeah. You can't hear yourself think. <laughs> Telling yourself, okay, all right, let that one go. You're like, I can't, what? What am I You saying? suck. <laughs> Which, again, goes back to, I think everybody just needs to remember that with these players. They're, yeah, they're kids. Young. They're, they're young. kids. And that the amount of pressure that's on him, I don't even know. Well, obviously, you guys have had it. But, like, myself, who didn't play professional sports, I, I, a lot of us have never experienced pressure like that, mm-hmm. you know? And so we all need to remember that. And the guys are doing great handling it. And just, you know, JTT, I don't know what it is, or JT Tuimolo. Yes. Yes. Um, oh, wow. He, it. I, That's it. That was I, awesome. We're, yeah. Bronson and I are trying to get my husband <laughs> to learn how to say it because he oh, can't. Still but, can't. but, um, <laughs> But he, I don't know what it is with him in Penn State. And his stats didn't weren't as great as they were last year, but it doesn't matter. His energy that he brought after the sack, and he was just being, he was explosive in the fourth quarter. It was it was really exciting. He was going against one of the best offensive tackles in the mm-hmm. country. And mm-hmm. all they talked to us, how good their whole O-line was. Our D-line can't handle him. I'm like, you know what? The only guy that's really good, I think, is their tackle. And he's, he's, he's a very talented player. He'll probably be a first-round pick. JT did a very good job against him. Mentioned the sack, but then on the fourth down, which I thought was classic panic anxiety bag, James Franklin. Nicole was down there trying to feed him some <laughs> Xanaxes that chill him out. Like, buddy, it's seven minutes to go. You don't need to go for it here. Punt it away. Mm-hmm. But instead, you choose to. And it's like a play that will never show up in the stat sheet. It's JT getting pressure, hitting his arm yep. as he's throwing, yep, yep. and the ball flutters done, out, fourth down, over. You get the ball back. And it's like, well, that's not, you know, PBU. It's a pressure. It's not a sack. Like, right. there's nothing to it except for the fact that it really ended the game ended right the game. there. Because mm-hmm. then we go, boom, touchdown, over. You're up by 20 to 6 at that point. Yeah, I couldn't even believe it when I got, like, back up to the press box. I'm like, those are his final numbers? No, that cannot be right. I had him with, like, 75 sacks. Like, he was all over it. Uh, but one across the board doesn't matter. He was way more impactful than that. Mm-hmm. Nicole, do you even have any Roosters Buckeye leaves left? You've already get. I, I know I'm giving uh, them to everyone. I right. I was talking to Eric, you know, that I work with earlier, and we brought up yes, 
He yeah. gets us the chips from catering and so Pat much more. Him, He's Pat so didn't great. Him those, so I feel good. Um, but I love that you take pleasure in other people's <laughs> sadness. <laughs> that was his first question. Well, he doesn't have sadness. <laughs> Pat doesn't have sadness. He doesn't know what the chips are. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Eric always helps us out with it. Eric helps us so much. And Deep so, of joy over here. <laughs> but Ryan Day, I think, also deserves oh, a Buckeye Leaf mm -hmm. of all, um, like, we're just happy for him. You know, everybody trash talking him in the win against Notre Dame and now the win against Penn State and just everything he's been putting up with and um, not cheating. Yeah, he's just, <laughs> he's not being he, under investigation by the NCAA twice in one season. He, Don't underestimate the importance of that. <laughs> yeah. He works hard. He's a great person, great family, and it's just exciting well, for him. You were down at the McAfee show, and I talked to my dad. <laughs> my oh. dad goes, I cannot believe that he went on there and talked to fake Lou oh. Holtz on <laughs> the McAfee <laughs> show. Listen, Ryan, I love this place. I love Ohio State back there. And my dad's like, he stood there with a straight oh. face during that whole thing. Oh, yeah. it it was the greatest. It was it awesome. The funniest segment of all time. And and then I was thinking, like, when I went home to watch it, I was. I'm glad you like it, Nicole. It. It's my best work. Of him just standing there, sitting there the whole time, and everybody's talking seriously, and his face is just sitting there, like, ready to fall off. It's yeah. hysterical. Thinking, what did I do? Yeah. What did I get myself It was perfect. Like, dude, you've got to be able to lean into that stuff yeah. and embrace and he it. Did. A popular he show did. like that. Yeah, yeah 100%. He, And he said it made him laugh so hard the day after <laughs> when he watched the skit he was like this is incredible it was like snl like him sitting there with a straight <laughs> face and not laughing oh he did such jimmy a fallon would have been cracking oh, up 100%. even pat said you don't have to look at him when you answer my dad's like he looked at that dude and did not break <laughs> he did it was so great he's he's got a future mm -hmm. for sure oh, it was good jay-z buckeye leaf or oh, two golly. yeah i mean i'm going just throw one to the defense. Uh, I did that too. Yeah, I, I, I know. know I, I know, but it's just like I was looking. Who do I want? I mean, Cody Simon. I thought made some really nice yes. plays. Played they all well. graded out champion. Well, by they, the way. I mean, Hancock. I mean, guys coming. We didn't have our best cornerback. We didn't That's have our all, best, yeah. our second best wide receiver. Our, probably our first best tailback. Yeah. I mean, for the team all to go to go together and, and get this done. But the defense, I thought they played amazing. What was the final rushing tally for Penn State? It was under their average. Oh, they had, like well under their. It average, was right? fifty. Four yards or something. Damn. No, there was like twenty yards that came off. They yeah, affected. They're they averaging two hundred yards. Oh yeah, two hundred yards a game. So I mean, huge. I'll throw throw this little nugget to you. Yeah. So single Nicholas Singleton had forty nine yards rushing on nine attempts. He had on the third drive where they kicked the field goal a twenty yarder, a sixteen yarder, and a six yarder. Uh, so forty two of the yards came on three, three plays, plays, one drive. Yeah. He effectively had six yards on six carries the rest of the game. Yeah, I mean, so hats off to the defense. So they, they showed up and going against, you know, the number one defense in, you know, the country. Yep. And they came and, and they showed that they can do this. Um, kind of throw out a Buckeye leaf to the punter. Yeah, Mirza. Because I think that was a huge punt. Uh, it changed the field. I mean, you in your notes. No. We had the wind yeah. behind us, I think, at that <laughs> yeah. point in time. But, I mean, he put that up there, 70-some yard punt. 73 I mean, I, to 26. I, you know, if that was a shank or something in that situation. You know who knows? Or he what stepped out of bounds, or that you know. Because I thought a lot of he was, was tippy toeing back there. Mm, I thought bad bad things can happen, out. you know. So I mean, I think that for him to get that out and kind of change the field position was huge. Um, and I could stop there, but Marv had a great day. Yeah. Oh really? I mean, he's yeah, good. He's he's okay. Okay. You know, All right. Marv broke, broke his own record. What eleven catches? I mean, yeah. just the, 10 guy, the guy more for first downs twenty. 
first it's down insane. conversions against Penn State. In and the like Bob years. said, I think we've, I think he's left a couple out there yeah. in, the last, in the last two games at least. Sorry, four or five that he had a hand on that you expect him to make the play. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, when again, you put it out down there, well, even like that little slip screen. Yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, the ball was right here. Now he his momentum's going. And I understand it was a hard pass, but you just expect Marvin to make those plays. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, he's amazing when we need stuff. He's there. And uh, I mean, they're dialing up all kinds of things to get him the ball, which is amazing because going into that game, Penn State said, let's try and stop this kid. Someone, and then Ryan was just like, no, we're going to put him in spots yeah. where you're not going to have a chance to stop this guy. So that's that's all my Buckeyes. Someone goes, can I see Ryan on, or they, can Ryan run and Marvin on more crossers? I'm like, did you see the touchdown? Oh, I know. Yeah, they <laughs> they, they drained him out that, and they yeah. did a full, it was a remarkable yeah. design. Uh -huh. Ryan does a great job. He gets a Buckeye leaf. Great play design. Great call. The Meerkat, Mr. Mirko. I, I the rugby punt running along the I mean the anxiety the level. Zone, I'm looking at him, dude. I mean I was right down there in that end zone. I'm like the refs staring. I was like, please don't step out of bounds. What are we doing? Just take just maybe take half a just step. Just go in. forward. Yeah. Don't go sideways. Mm -hmm. You pull a Dan Orlovsky, who I love, but like that's the you, you lose track oh, of it back there. It's really to... hard. Um, Kate Stover. Mm -hmm. oh, we talk yes. about you know. What, Masta, dude. Yeah, he did. Masta, he did. Dude. Well, we start talking about Marvin, how good he is, and Mecca, you know, the receivers. Mech was out. I mean, essentially, Cade was the he was the number two guy, and he had a couple explosive gains, some nice ones uh, there. That was tremendous. Um, yeah, the D line. I mean, I, I look at especially the front seven. Their their receivers weren't very good. I, I figured we'd hand them on the back yeah. end, but up front, like for so much, they can run the ball. They can run the ball. They can run the ball. Linebackers, Sunny Styles, D line. Held up, I mean, held the point. Our offensive line, like, we started gashing them a little bit, and we got away from it at times. The second quarter, we had some nice runs. Like, said, if we win the running game, we we win it. I mean, we rushed for more than they did, but you had a better feel. Like, hey, we could go get yards when we needed to. Unfortunately, you get you get obviously stuffed down there on the goal line. And I know, yeah, but throughout the game, there was more. In my opinion, third and twos yes. that we did pick up, and we were getting those four yards on yeah. those when we hadn't been seeing that. Yeah. So I think that offensive line did play. You know, going you, you don't know what to expect out of them, right? One week, oh, I think we're getting it. Next week, man, that was a bad team. They didn't play very good. I think I mean, we're getting better. Yeah, I think we're getting better, and that's what you want to see as you keep moving along. Right? Well, and I think we also have to remember who they're up against. I mean, that they were really the good. Penn State yeah. defense was really good. Yep. So that also makes the offense. It doesn't make them shine. But let's think of the things that could yeah. have played happened, well. It's a lot know? of confidence they got going out of or coming out of this game. I mean, it could be good for them. I thought it was wild after the game. They x-rayed Jermaine Matthews chest and there were six pit bulls inside of him. it was <laughs> he's a dog dude wild, he is like Jermaine Dupree Matthews where to party at he's ready to go <laughs> that was for, I mean as you mentioned Jay-Z Denzel Burke is out and you look at last year what would happen to the uh -huh. Ohio State secondary with the injuries that they dealt with and like is the yeah. next guy going to step up it's spinning the wheel like Jair Brown go in Jordan Hancock well they're they're hurt they're banged up too like everyone they didn't have the depth yeah. to survive last year that showed up with some of the explosives that we saw oh, Ohio State give yeah, up. One other yeah. Buckeye leaf, yeah. honorary Buckeye leaf for a guy who coached here for a, a little bit. And we do, you know, we have the Roosters Bowl trip giveaway. Not every team can just go six weeks and get into a bowl game. Now they're just adding on, you know, seven wins in a row. But they took them a while to earn their S. And it's been since 2014 that they've won six games. But hey. he may have, he may have hit a guy on a bicycle and he could have been a bit more Well, contrite. he definitely did. But. The Shiano man, Mr. Greg Shiano. Rutgers getting to six wins, hey. six and two. 
How about it? Hey, for the Scarlet Austin Knights. Austin looks excited about like, that. We gotta and go out there. The game is big enough now next week that it is a noon banger on CBS. Mm. So Ohio State <laughs> Rutgers getting full broadcast treatment, uh, national broadcast for Rutgers in Piscataway. Just cannot hey, wait. For six that. wins. Hey, they're six and I give two. It, they're playing well, without a doubt. And they called on road favorite at Indiana, and then they just went out like, yep, that was legit, but you didn't give us enough credit. We're going to beat them by 17. I liked that? it. I liked it. All right. So Rutgers, Rutgers gets the last Buckeye leave. I didn't see didn't that see coming. That um, but we have more. Maryland, I take about. away their Buckeye leave. They lost to Illinois. Well, it's almost like somebody told you that Maryland wasn't any good. But yeah, they may not be great, but they're st- I still <laughs> they thought they were Illinois. the fourth can best we, team. Can we, can you we, know we relitigate that conversation? Hey, hold up. The cheesy no, bacon wedges. It's appetizer here. threes days. That. that means that mm. the appetizer featured is going to be three bucks all day long. The classic. The wedge, potato. We're going to throw a little cheese on there, a little bacon. bacon on top. The potato and pig. Mm. Why not? That sounds fantastic. Combo that together. Plus, Rooster's Bowl Trip giveaway. We don't even have any napkins. Uh, sorry, over guys. Here. Well, we the QR code is QR. Yeah, okay. This is just it is. Boom. Sign up. And food. 12 lucky winners. 12 trips for two. There's seven Tickets. now, right? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ducks. Well, so five, five, left. Accommodations. five left. Five left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tickets. Airfare. The Lux Hotel Hotel Accommodations. Other great prizes. Roosterswings.com. Sign up. Roosters, official sponsor, wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. It was a big game. you are just so good at that. You're so good at it. You're so great at it. He doesn't miss sleep. He wakes Courtney up at home with that tagline. There were 22 million entries last week because there were so many people. 22 million. At Roosters last week watching the game. (laughs) Overlook the system. I love it. We have had awesome like the numbers have been great so we're super appreciative to everybody hey, who's signed i didn't up. get to see you guys last week did the peacock launch okay it went great it perfect it went great better so, than me down at the montage which somehow <laughs> i'm spending a large quantity of money for a hotel room they're like we don't have any smart tvs you're telling me that none of these tv i could buy order a 65 inch fire tv on amazon right now it'll really be here those zo- the drone drop it in here for yep. 500 bucks and you're telling me we don't have and then the guy's like, that's not accurate. And let me figure it out. <laughs> and then they've logged in with our credentials to do it. Of course well, they did. <laughs> I said, I don't care. Put yeah, it on. I do would it. too. Yeah. So we do have Peacock still. So for any other games people are interested in watching, we do have it, which so is if nice. If you watch it like Rutgers this week, probably on Peacock or something. I don't know. I think we're promoting think the Buckeyes. They've got There's an some, S. They've moved well, basketball. Basketball, basketball season. Basketball, yeah, basketball. Yeah. I saw the that. I can't believe basketball season already Peacock? started. Yeah. Scrimmage it's usually the first weekend in November, but yeah. Yeah, That's just a scrimmage. So there's a few more weeks to go before, or wow, one week left? Yeah. Week and a half until Jeez, yeah. th- they start counting. But yeah, those are coming because they're going to be five or six, I think, minimum Ohio State basketball games that will be uh, streaming on the cock. Mm-hmm. This week, <laughs> Ohio State is on a normal channel. Hey. And they play at 7.30 at Wisconsin Thanks. with another one of all of our friends, Luke Fickle, yes. Nicole what What's written in your notebook over there? What well, you got? For my school prediction, I have 37-6. Woo! Oh, oh, no, no, man. Man. All right. Let's go, go with the bucks. hammer. Yeah. No, yes. no Tanner Mordecai for the Badgers. I talked to some friends, and I read a few articles and just to go. figure out how they're playing. Um, I do. I think that I feel good about that score. Nicole is ready. Not intimidated by Camp Randall. Halloween weekend, prime time kickoff. She's yeah. evaluating the matchup, and she loves the Buckeyes. I do think it's go- going to be interesting. We saw what happened, like when we played Shiano, and just what that feels like. Did Fickle? Fickle wasn't ever under Ryan, Ryan Day, Day, though, no. was no. he? No, he left before Did that. They but overlap at all? No, no. Yeah. They might have 
No. No, Fick left here in Cincinnati. That's who the Shiano man came in after Fick left. No, I came after Halfley. Fick left after the 16 game. So, yeah. They were. Shiano and then Halfley. As the producer, Burnham over there said, ships passing in the night, which is correct. But I'm sure for Fickle, like. There's always going to be important ties for him. He played here and coached here forever. Yes. Yes. That's one reason why I thought he wouldn't wind up in the Big Ten. But, oh well. Good for him. We'll see. They've won some impressive games. They came back. Yeah. They they floated with a bad loss last week, but they avoided eighteen, 18 points 18 in the fourth. In the fourth, yeah. That'll he's a it. great coach, though. Hey, he's now they're in their driver's things. seat. He's just getting his. He's getting he's everything together. Hey, he's can we driver. take any if, if the buck if the Big Ten officials have ever gotten a Buckeye leave? Can we take it away from them? Because I, I've I never given them. Ever given them. I've never given them. They need to. No they need to be relegated to like MAC officials because they're they, horrible. The the call against Iowa and Minnesota. Oh, man. I mean, I had no dog in that fight at all. But when you're going like this, and then you grab the ball and run with it on a punt return, and then they try to say it was a fake fair catch, which fake fair catch a fair catch signal was clearly delineated by waving your arm at least one time over your head, not here yeah. or there. And then the, there's like this other rule, like where you can't wave your hands around or something. I don't know. Dudes always do this when the ball is close. Well, they're telling their guys, yeah, to get away, away. Stay away. And then he grabbed it. But you know what's also evidence of it is that everybody on Minnesota played the whole this play out because yeah, they, they, yeah. they thought that was real. Yeah, they didn't see him do any of that, yeah. so they were still weren't duped by that. But yeah. yeah, so more hilarity going on in the west half of the Big Ten. <laughs> Ohio State will play one on Saturday night. Ohio State Wisconsin. Nicole has thirty-seven to six for that. We're gonna let her get back to work unless there's anything else that you need to tell people just, about. Just a huge thank you to Chris for coming all the way from That's California. Right, right. Yeah, He's so sweet. Couple just come out with so some roosters sweet. gear. I love so it. much. I know. A couple so people nice. that wanted to come hang out uh, in the Horseshoe Lounge with us, and we greatly appreciate that. And we appreciate Nicole for letting us come in and have a fun, casual conversation at a fun, casual joint. We'll be right back after this. Roosters has been so fortunate. We just want to be able to give some of that back to the community. They donate to organizations that are near and dear to their heart, and we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long time. They always go above and beyond to help support our foundation to further help veterans. It's just a wonderful feeling to know that Roosters supports the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks, and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters. Thank you, Roosters. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Welcome back into the Horseshoe Lounge at Roosters. Berm has arrived in there. We have more guests out there. I, I didn't properly we do. give credit that was on me. to the folks out there in Montana. So shout out to uh, Knock Off Wyoming for everybody <laughs> out there. Knock Off Wyoming. It's uh, almost as good, very similar, but just a slightly less, you know, beautiful version. Just That's, a less. But, beautiful. you know, it's worth it too. And there is some delicious moose drool up there if you want to get into that. So uh, I one of the first craft beers that I ever had started on the journey. It did come from Montana, not from Wyoming. So anyway. Shout out to everybody who came to hang out with us in the Horseshoe Lounge and talk about Ohio State's win 20 to 12 over Penn State. I've never had moose drool, but it sounds good. It's delightful. We'll, we'll get it for you. It's it good. Yeah. Very excited for this weekend's trip for beer. Cheese curds. Yeah, we're going to be hitting up uh, some new Glarus yeah, for driving? sure. Uh, we're flying to Milwaukee. Ooh. Don't get me started then, on this. Ooh, no. Sorry. Right this dude. Sore subject. Well, uh, I don't know why he's acting so. Where are you flying? Are you flying from Detroit to Milwaukee? Yeah. Why wouldn't you just drive that? an hour flight? This has been my life for the last three weeks. I said, I because looked at like, drive from to my New door, Jersey the next week. From my door, and I don't want to do back to back long weekend drive to Madison. And I'm like, well, you know what, Brian? I'm actually okay with that. Like, that's fine. Seven yeah. hours. I'm ready for it. I said, yeah. that's good. And he said, no, I want to fly. And I said, it, it makes he loves being in there. He loves being in there. No, it's, I don't want to get back from Milwaukee 
or from Madison on Sunday night. It's pronounced Miliwake. And then turn around four days later and have to drive to New Jersey. Okay. I'm like, you know what? This will actually be nice because I can load up my car with all the new Glarus that I can buy. Yeah. They only sell it in the state of Wisconsin. And he's like, nah, nah, fam. You want to take something what. out of a road trip? We're getting on a plane. You can go ahead and drive yourself back. Cool. I can't. I've already paid for the flight. So mm. um, Buckeye leaves. But thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Talking about <laughs> yes. now we can drive. Great. Now, now we're in a plane. Uh, I thought we were tivist out today, but no, we still got table slamming going on. No, we're we're always going to slam. Someone's slamming the table every week here. Uh, oh, yeah, give your bucket. I didn't right. notice my. Uh, Jordan what Hancock will get one for me on defense. I thought that Jordan, just the versatility he's had, yeah, and the, the the way that he's been able to step up, and he didn't start the season in the slot at that nickel spot, and he's now excelling at it. I was talking about it with Bill on this morning's show. Like to me, it's like Sean Wade, twenty nineteen, and when you have that guy in the middle yeah. that can be a dominant run support guy, but also a really good cover guy. It changes the defense. Um, Wasn't then, he playing outside, though, in the game, too? He was. He was doing so that's what he was. That's when, they, when they took when, Sonny out. Yeah. yeah. So he would slide in and slide out, which that's Very a lot tough. tougher because then when Denzel's there, he's just in the slot. So then, like, trying to do both of those things, I don't think people realize, like, oh, it's just covering guys. <laughs> uh, it's not quite yeah. that easy. Yeah, the versatility he showed, the physicality that he's playing with. That's a kid that has – had to wait a little bit longer than most of the guys in his class to, to have the opportunity because he was hurt all last year. And there was so much preseason hype a year ago about him. And then like, Oh, well, this guy's not very good. Cause he played at the end of the year and he was hurt and he shouldn't have. Um, so I just think it's awesome to see him taking that step. Uh, offensively. I, I really think Mayan Williams ran pretty hard. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know that he had a, he certainly I don't have know if we should run the option with him. Yeah. I mean, he's not, it's is, not really his forte is getting him on the perimeter on the speed. Maybe Chipper. Well, right. well, let's think about this. Right? Chipper. Trey. There's so much conversation going on about the running backs. Berm has kicked it off early. You're going to, you don't want to use Dallin Hayden because you don't think he can pass protect, but you want to use Mayan Williams to I run mean, the option, speed I mean, option. Yeah. Like it, <laughs> use the talent that you have in a way that makes sense for I'd, their ability. I liked that play call because it was something different. Oh, it was and, very different. Oh, it was, yes. Oh. I liked the different look. Oh, wait. It picked up, it picked up five left, yards, and you're like, hey. Left-handed pitch, too, I think, not, wasn't it? It's nice to see <laughs> something different. I thought mine actually ran pretty hard. He ran really. I thought uh, it ran well. I think Chip probably still had a little cobweb uh, issue going on early in the game, and, I mean, you saw him try to Rattle pass protect. Out. You saw him try to pass protect. Yeah, that was not good. That was real Someone's like, what's Kyle doing? I'm like, did you watch what happened here? I'm like, and I really like Chip, but that, that was Kyle ah. will hold on to the ball a little bit and not get it, but that one wasn't not necessarily that on, one him. on him. Yeah, Pretty no. big whiff there, and, and I, you know, the numbers, nice one later on. The, the numbers don't bear it out because he had you know only two point two yards of carry. But it, I I rewatched that game on Sunday, and I don't know how the Buckeyes ended up with such bad numbers running the ball because it seemed like they got yards when they yeah, needed they, to. Mm-hmm. It was just like first down, you lose four yards. First down, you lose five yards somehow. Because and that, that's my biggest issue with mine is I think it's like an identity crisis. Like you are a sledgehammer. Go forward. Identity don't, crisis. Yeah, like stop trying to bounce out. You're not that guy. Yeah. Like don't. It's okay. But and, but I, I still want to. A lot give of people can't do what leaf. you can do. I still want to sure. give him the Buckeye leaf. He obviously missed the week before against Purdue for unknown reasons. He's been. Hit and miss all year as far it was as injury reasons. We think. I mean, you don't know. He just didn't show up. He was just not as different than he don't, was. Don't no, I mean, he was obviously he was obviously obviously unavailable. Not showing up. You know, he wasn't at the stadium, so we can think maybe he had a concussion issue or something like that the week before. Who knows? That's you know generally why guys aren't on the road or in the stadium. But um, he certainly has not had the final season that he's thought he would have had when he decided to come back to Ohio State. 
Uh, but he was important on Saturday, and I, I want to give him a little bit of good job. respect for that. A little yeah. love for that. How about, uh, since we're talking about old dudes, how about our guy Josh Proctor? Oof, the oldest one of all. Really? I, Grandpa Proctor. Well, we were talking, I was talking to some guys, and I, was like, and I forgot how long ago it's been since Shiano was here. And I asked. Uh, he coached Josh Proctor. I, I, he did. I asked Lathan. He's like, no, he wasn't here. He's like, I got recruited by Jeff Halfway. He sold me a bill of goods and left. And then he sold me the dream. And I'm like, you got a head job. He's like, I know. But be like, well, Proctor played for him. He's like, yeah, you want to hear a guy yell? And we don't have any screamers on this staff. You think Noel screams? Oh, you listen to a you listen to a Shiano man practice. That is a whole horse of a different color. Sure was. That man uh, is intense, and I think everybody's aware of that. Anyway, um, the running back part. I don't know. We don't, you said he's to... big and he's scruffy and rode over a kid's huffy. That's that's what I've been told. Could have been a bit more contrite. Those are some incredible lyrics. Um, very good. Kudos to that. Jay-Z, you said uh, in the first segment you wanted to talk about the quarterback. No, I wanted to know if you guys zone. talked about it. No, well, we Because did, we're talking about putting people in the position, putting people in the position to do what they do. Uh-huh. I don't think putting Devin Brown in the backfield to run Wildcat is what he came to Ohio State to do. I, I think, think it's so idiotic. I, I couldn't. I wanted to punch Ryan in the face against Purdue wow. when he did this. Let's hear some more. Don't listen, Why? Justin. Don't hold now, anything back. And now, let it out. Now we don't have a backup quarterback. If we need one for this weekend, more than likely. I don't know how bad his ankle was. I, I got a sneaky left on a card, but it, it's worse than they're living on. But that's just well because they know. Oh crap! I've, what did we just do? I've if never Kyle seen, goes down. We have a fresh. You got a link. I've never seen somebody with just a the Legends of Zelda. Who needs? Did you see the replay? The it did not look. No. I mean, he was screaming yeah. as he was. I going told him down. today. I go, come on, man! It's not broke. He was talking about. All he had to lay there like that. He's still going to score a touchdown if he just would have been crying about it. Crying? I think he absolutely would have fumbled if he tried to do that. You screwed over your coach, Ryan, playing on running again. He already fumbled the week before. He was laying on top of somebody. All he had to do was put the ball over his head. The second he moved that ball, there were four defenders Yeah, there's a lot of people right They weren't paying attention. They were hearing the screams. Well, he wasn't reaching for anything because he got chewed out when he lost the ball against Purdue. He just got five yards. Come on, finish it off. Hard run. But can we not put X back there and just let him – yeah. But when you have that well, in he there, can actually he's going th- to run the ball. But he actually, th- well, he hands off and he can throw and do some other things. And then well, said, if he threw a better ball okay, against Purdue, what well, would that have been? Put a put a pin in that, Bob. Exactly. Bill Berm and I got to the parking garage on Saturday evening. And we're like, we're saying the same thing. Bob? Is there somebody else that can do it? <laughs> Apparently not. And we said Cameron Martinez. The thing is, I don't know if Cameron is big enough. Anybody to really who's just a better there. athlete, he's, uh, or who's he's certainly athletic enough to he find is. the end zone. But that's not the answer. The answer is Xavier Johnson. If you want to run that's, Wildcat, obviously. How much more are you going to keep putting on Xavier's plate, for heaven's sake? I mean, it'll take everything. everything. The guy's got to get the ball. gadget anyway. He's yeah. a smart dude, but I mean, we're just going to keep loading. Oh, here we go. But if all Xavier you have to do is here. catch the snap and run. like put Chip in there and run the Wildcat. Yeah. I mean, Ohio State said they had nine or 10 plays drawn up for Devin, including passes in that situation. They wanted to use him in the four minute drill later in the game. Why? Because they. Felt like that's the best way to run. They the were going to run their goal line offense, and they thought that's what they've decided. Which is fair enough. If that's what they got to do to try and get, but a that's couple yards in the it goal shouldn't line. be what they have to do. No, they're, they're wandering around in the wilderness. In this game, it didn't look like that was something you had to do. I mean, I think we were running the ball, getting those two, three yard runs. Yeah, they just pretty consistent. They just do too damn much at the goal yeah. line. Like that third and one play, third and goal from the one where you start with 
Uh, I know it's Andy Reid. It's a it's a Philly play. It's, it's silly. West Coast. It's a silly play. It's, I've watched it work. I don't hate the play. I don't really like it on third and one. I may but run they that. Keep like, running the fourth down play on third down and the third down mm, play on fourth down. That is they keep doing it. That is a little more where I'm looking at. <laughs> because yeah. the fourth down play to Cardinal Tate should have been the third down play. Yes, they just keep doing it backwards. Uh, yeah, that, I'm with you on that. That is they're searching right. for something in that area. Yeah, maybe just haven't found it quite yet. And that's you know. It's hard to score down there. Like 100%. everyone knows that. It's Bono said it. I still haven't yeah. found what I'm looking for. Yeah, but they, that's, Bono was talking about red zone offense. And they, the thing is, they used to make it look so easy. And they were like best in the country at it. And they would run the quarterback. They would run motion. The KJ Hill come into the backfield, yeah, and they'd, they'd go right back out and catch the easiest. What happened to JT? Then he blew. He hurt his knee. Got beat up. Well, they I tried mean, to do that with the Carnell Tate, but. Penn State knew it was coming. They had seven defenders over there. My dad was like, all they would have had to do is if one of those guys just would have slipped inside. All, all they had to do was Carnell. Like that. If Carnell would have just taken a false step that way yeah. and run a, a slant, it's an easy touchdown. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's there's things. Obviously, you don't freelance on the play, but like you could have probably run a Q draw because there was no one. There was no second level like defender. If you just pump in the and, and run. Yes. I think that's the other part is that Kyle McCord is is equally capable. He as could Devin do it. Of doing those things. Well, they've run some zone read and stuff, and he, he ran. They ran the option with him. Yes, it wasn't like they put Devin Brown in there. No, it was a get the pitch out quick. I think <laughs> yeah. but, a week before Purdue, they yeah. also pulled it on the zone read, and yeah. then they ran the tush push. Like, why are you not trying that even once in the red zone? Like when they had third and one, and like, well, watch this instead. We're going to start in a T formation. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to shift. We're going to move Caden Curry into the backfield, and no one's going to know what's going on. Everyone knows what they're doing. What are you talking about? And if you can't execute, I was it, hoping he was going to run the T because James Franklin runs the T <laughs> and do like the full trolling. Like I'm going to score on you and, and you what, you what you guys do. I took this from Mike Yersich and James Franklin didn't run it a single time on Saturday because they really didn't get down there either. Well, they could have run it anywhere. They could run it on their multiple third ones that they decided to pass on. That was no, a they, tour wanted, they wanted to go 0 for 15. Yes, they were, <laughs> that was a tour they force of incompetence by those guys. Just remarkable, like. Here's what we're going to do. We take James, took, James took the under. Double passing. Like, there's the, a reason Mike Yersich coached four schools in four years. Because he was so coveted, people kept giving him raises that's and right. moving around. That's right. That's exactly what I was getting at. Yeah, that's why Ohio State only It wasn't because he's extremely one. stubborn and wants to do things only his way. No, definitely oh, Probably not that. that. Yeah, It couldn't have been that. Just so good. Jay-Z, what would you think of the starting quarterback? He missed a few throws. <sighs> we have, you can't deny it in the first half. But oh, it wasn't just the first half that he missed throws. The last two games... I f well, really, three games. I mean, those long balls that we had against whoever it was that he was throwing short. Maryland. Um, I don't know because it's so strange when you look at the box score at the end of the game. You're like, huh? You told, if you'd have told me this was going to be his day, I'd have said, "I'll sign me up" because right. that's a good defense. I twenty-two of thirty-six, two hundred eighty-five yards, touchdown, one touchdown, no, no interceptions. interceptions. Now you know, so it's it's so strange, and you, and you look at every box score almost, and you feel that because you're like, man, during the game, it's like we go through laws of just. I don't know if he's aiming it or just not trusting what he's seeing, or you know. But then just, he'll come out and gun well, then one. Then he comes out and just throws triple coverage. Yeah, <laughs> throws into triple coverage or puts a ball on somebody. Like I mean, he stuck that ball to Marv on that on that oh, third yeah. and long down by the one. Like yeah. he had no choice but to just like right, I'm gonna go ahead and catch this. <laughs> um, but that but it's like that ball. I'm like okay, and then he kind of snaps back into it, and it, it's just a young quarterback trying to figure it oh, out. You know? He's started. inconsistent. Uh, you know, and I think I don't know if there's. I, mean, I feel like his ball hasn't had as much on it here in the he's last month, a, he's maybe. Been, he's had an ankle injury since then. Right, well, I think I, I think his footwork has been a little off. I think he's been off his back foot uh, a little bit too much. It is his front ankle that is injured. Well, so. But anyhow, I'm, you, yeah. you know, no, I'm you're just, playing through a season, you know, you're just you're curious. It just doesn't seem like the same pop is there. Now, when he really gets into one, it is. 
Um, but uh, he gets playing good. He's got one interception on the year uh, with an offense that where that line has been kind of rough every week in, week out, not knowing what he's going to get. Not much of a run game to help him, and, and he's just stepped up and made plays. So. Now without his be- second best receiver. Yeah, I mean, gosh, yeah. And, and then you, you throw that in, you throw your, your best tailback or your, your home run hitting tailback in yeah, you know, Mecca. It, it's hard to, like, be – it's easy to be negative about the, what you see because he starts five for five, then he goes one oh, for yeah. seven. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, second half of this game, he finished – he's 11 of 14 in the second half. He also had a first down – uh, completion to Julian Fleming over a turn by a, a penalty. He also had a drop ball by Xavier Johnson. So you're, now you're talking 12 of 15 in the second half, and, and it's it maybe feels a whole lot different. There's the one incompletion to Carnell Tate down the seam, which yep, been a big one. That ball needs to. That's a touchdown. It's a little high, right? You yeah. don't get that it was high and behind. You need to be, you know, <laughs> if I mean, you throw that yeah, out in front of him inside. It's a. It's now that's a tough ball. A I mean, you're you're putting a laser on that up the seam. You but know, you have somebody the there. But yes, 100, right? and he can so, make that throw. Yeah, and he needs to, but. It's just those little things where, and this is what he talked about after the game. It's like there's just fractional, fractional issues where sometimes it's the offensive line doing something a little wrong. Sometimes it's the running backs not blocking. Sometimes it's him. Sometimes it's drops. I mean, there were four more drops in this game for the receiving core. Like there's little things that just are preventing the offense from really getting unhitched. But most of that starts with Kyle McCord and timing and rhythm of the offense. And so I just feel like the tempo when they go tempo so well. Yes. And they just don't do it. As but then when they the do it, the offensive line, line jumps. Doesn't commit a false start penalty, which seems to happen like every time <laughs> they try and go to him. Yeah. And Kyle looks good during that. Yeah. yeah. Once they get into <laughs> it, like it's looking Except they good. go tempo, penalty, yeah. sack, sack, a holding. punt. Yeah. yeah. All start and then a holding call. Yeah. The, get it right. But I feel yeah. like a lot of young guys, just because, you know, Kyle, without watching him, like a lot of those guys go no huddle in high school and probably have a lot more tempo. It just kind of, first of all, it simplifies the defense of what you're seeing, the picture, and you start getting in that rhythm, and boom, going. And, and then also it slows down the pass rush because mm-hmm. you get tired, especially if you're not subbing. And so it's just a simpler picture. You're not as much, pre- don't have as much pressure. And the guys are used to doing it now because that's what they probably did growing up. So it's a lot easier situation to be in. There is no doubt in my mind if you watch Kyle, like three step, five stops, and, and throw, like that is where he is mm-hmm. at his best. And, and it does sometimes seem like the Ohio State offense is doing a lot of, varied snap counts like they're they're hurrying to the line then they back off then they hurry then like and that's intentional i think ryan day wants to confuse people with by how quickly they get plays off i mean the the third and one play they had in this game the in the first quarter on the touchdown drive to mine williams where he got hit in the backfield but ended up squirting yeah. out like they went real slow and then ran up to the line and did tempo and, and so they just keep i think that's just throwing off his timing a little bit and that that happens when you have a young quarterback, and I, we keep saying young. I know third year he should be great, but that's not the way it works. Because listen, you can practice all you want. There's no practice for playing in like yeah. that game <laughs> and playing in Notre Dame. Like it, it doesn't matter who you're p- playing against. Putting a hundred thousand people in a stadium and twenty million people watching the game, like and knowing the weight of that, and there's going to be some good and bad. And by the way, like they can actually hit you, and they're going to oh, be good. Yeah. There's pressure. Like all those things are real. There's no way to simulate it. Like right. you have to get that experience. And I think that you've seen him. There's still some inconsistencies, but when the moment's been big, he's yeah. been pretty good. Yeah. I mean, his two biggest games of the year, he's probably over 500 yards passing. Yeah. With, you know, three touchdowns yeah. and no interceptions. <laughs> like, and almost and nearly perfect in the second half of both games. Yeah. Yeah. You see, that's the thing with him. He, he might go into the law, but he does always yeah. seem to get himself out of it and be better as the game goes on. All right, which is what you can do yeah. on this roster, on this team, this well, iteration, defense. because you have a defense yeah. that 100%. doesn't require the quarterback to be perfect which is very unusual for what we've seen in the Ryan Day era. 
All right. So Kyle McCord going back on the road along with the rest of the Buckeyes Saturday night against Wisconsin. Uh, what is your Halloween weekend concern level for Camp Randall on a Saturday night against Luke Fickle? What are the chances? Yeah, Zero to I, ten. What is your concern level? Badgers pulling it off, Bob. Pulling it off. I All would the way say off. Two and a half, three. Two and a half or three. I mean, that's there's there's a possibility there that things the convergence of a lot of things happen and stuff could get squirrely. But Wisconsin, I've watched Wisconsin this year. They are not what I would call a, a good explosive team. offense. World beaters out there. Yeah, Braylon I mean, Allen they, has not been his normal self. Well, then they lost Malusi. They lost Malusi earlier. They're not as physical as they've been. You know, losing your quarterback. You know, now you have what's his name in there. Uh, Brayden, they had like four Locke. guys come in. You know, like they've just—it just doesn't look as good. They're—they're they're a good team in the West. They're going to be well coached. You know that. You know. <laughs> yeah, they're going to. You know, they're yeah. going to shoot themselves and in the foot. Fick, Fick's going to have a couple things. Like there'll yeah. be a few wrinkles. They're not going to do what Penn State did because the guy, like talking to the guys today, it's like, yeah, they just came out and kind of did what they did, and they had a little tempo, did some shifting early on, mm-hmm. but then it's like, kind of just did. What they did the rest of the right. game, like we were waiting for them to try do something. You're just not going to keep running inside oh, zone. Think, like, do something. Let's go. And defensively, <laughs> Penn State is confident enough and almost to the point of cocky yeah. where they were like, "We're just going to man up and try to beat you," and they couldn't cover Ohio State. Luke Fickle will not let no. that happen. He will definitely play a softer, more brackets on on Marv and do more of that sort of stuff. So. My my concern would be three, and the, the biggest concern what? you told me three weeks ago you circled it. This is the trap that's, that's game. pretty it's high. The, I'm still circling. Three it. is very high. It's pretty high. Do you not understand scale? how if numbers you, work? If you look at Ohio State versus Wisconsin, and, and every I didn't stati- say to a hundred and every level one, every statistical level, every statistic, every every measurement of this game, it should not be a close game. It's nine and a half. It's, I've seen 14. I saw. I thought it was really? 14. Sorry. Yeah, I heard Jeez. 14. Yeah, it's this a morning. Double it, it's yeah. it should not be a close game. But the biggest concern for me is coming off of the Penn State game, the emotional letdown for a team that uh, you hope is mature enough to handle that. So we've got a lot of guys that have played a lot of ball. Yeah, and I think the nice thing is that the offense did sort of slog their way through Penn State, so maybe they're not going to come out feeling like, oh, we figured this out. Like I think that actually helps. So that's probably dropped my concern a little bit is that the offense didn't play a great game on playing worse makes it better. Yeah, Mm -hmm. playing worse means that they at (laughs) least they're they're not going into it feeling overconfident. And I think that's good. Seems to be a pretty good problem to have. <laughs> Playing worse is better because they won't be conf- overconfident. Yeah, I think that they know that there's stuff they have to figure <laughs> yeah, out. I, I don't like. I don't so like when the team thinks they have everything figured out. Once you think, once you think that like, oh, we can't make mistakes. That's when mistakes happen. Especially on Halloween weekend. Especially on Halloween weekend. Camp Randall. Night. It should be around. a good environment. It's the guys are excited. This guy was a 35 on a scale of zero to 10 three weeks ago. And I just rated. I'm saying that Wisconsin wasn't good. That's a thirty percent chance for Wisconsin to win the game. That's that's better than people would give them nationally. That's where uh, that was before Tanner Mordecai went down. That's true, also. Yeah, but they had like if you have four to be afraid of Tanner, didn't they? Yeah, but apparently he's the starter. <laughs> They're transferring. Yeah. <laughs> if you're reason, living in fear of Tanner Mordecai, like don't show up. I do yeah. hope we see a Lincoln Keynotes package on Saturday uh, at the goal line. That would be nice. I told my dad, I said, "Who's the backup?" I'm like the backups, I like him a lot. Like oh, I the think third or the third guy now. Third like, could be really good. Yeah, I mean, he's just Trist- young. And guess what? Tristan Jebbia can also do those things. He's got moxie, though. You know, super moxie. Super moxie. You know who else huh? played quarterback? And he's playing as close to home as he's hey, ever going to play. Did Cade Stover play quarterback in high school? Uh, running back. I think he did everything but that. Oh. Played, but you Someone can still also time they lined him I mean, up just in the wild. He tried through a couple. There you go. Why not? Snap it to him, and he can run. Like 
Farmer Gronk, let him do it. We've already listed six names that you can do if you're going to do the Wildcat. It doesn't have to be your backup quarterback. Write a letter to your punter. He's an Australian, or he's a rugby guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, put the punter And he's six foot four. Notorious? Yeah, I ran into him this weekend. I know. He came to my house. He was over until 2 o'clock on Saturday night. I love him. He's good. Came to my son. Ran the chains at our third, fourth year football game. He's up for anything. Awesome. Jay-Z? I'm at like two or three. Two or three. I agree. I haven't seen a ton of them. I thought Luke. I mean, they've only lost, what, two games? Big Ten West football isn't must-see TV. No, it's not. I thought I he enjoy it. It is fun to watch. He's going to run that. Well, he's not going to run it because it's going away. But I, I thought he was going to come in and get Wisconsin to be the powerhouse of that side. They will. And they will. I, yeah, just not They still will probably if, win the West now since Iowa lost. That's true. They have a... They're, they're behind in the tiebreaker, so that doesn't help. But not they, anymore, they don't know. need. If they win out, they get in. Well, they're not going to win this week, Bob. Oh, it's true. Crap, they play us. Yeah. <laughs> and you were a two or three left. <laughs> like I was, oh, I was looking at, I was looking at it last week, and that's why, like, assuming that Ohio State handles its business as the favorite on Saturday, Iowa had to lose twice, yeah. and then still the tiebreakers would have to work for Wisconsin. Like mm-hmm. it's, Iowa still remarkably. Like twelve in, to ten, in control of its destiny in the West to set up nuts, isn't it? an electrifying matchup potentially with Ohio State in Indianapolis. But get ready for you that. don't want to play Iowa on turf. <laughs> yeah, dude, they had. They, 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 how far those punts will roll? They rushed. <laughs> this is no joke. I was looking at their second half numbers. They rushed somehow nine times for eight eight yards. Or something like that. Yeah, that sounds awful. Half. That sounds awful. But think about this. I mean, it was uh, something Penn State, unbelievable. Penn State had 161 <laughs> yards in the first half on Saturday. They had 73 on their final drive of the game, and they had six between those moments. So I told you uh, the rushing numbers for Singleton. 42 of them came <laughs> on, on three plays on on one drive. Yeah, mm. They they just decided to stop running, which was fascinating. Well, I think because they they're like, why did they get stop Ohio State? They still ran mine twenty two times. <laughs> True. Sometimes well, you have to just keep hammering. I know because well, you start to cry. You it, cr- it was thirteen to seven or thirteen to six, and, and you're then like, you know what? We give up. Keep no. chopping. And you know what James Franklin did? We're going to go for it on fourth down. Yeah. Why? It's fourth and four, not fourth and one. It's fourth and his four. Plenty, his explanation post game was well. We didn't know if we'd get the ball back. I'm like, have you seven minutes. It? He said they were going to run it out. Have That's you what watched he said. the team you're playing against? Like, if you thought they yeah. were, if you, if that was your concern, the follow-up yeah. question is: Did you Your defense the was the you, to, the you had the number one defense coming in. If you would have pinned them inside the ten, you're telling me they yeah. would have put together a seven-minute drive against your defense, giving up one touchdown the entire game. I mean, seven, like, dude. That's why I just. I looked at that, and my dad's like, that, he panicked right there. Like, what are you doing, bud? Yeah, well, they don't James. call him Big Game James for nothing. Well, that's true. <laughs> they don't. That's, it's you true. you got to earn that nickname. <laughs> they don't call <laughs> him Big Game James for any reason that I can think of that makes sense. Anyway, he came to Ohio State, and he lost again. The Buckeyes went 20-12, to 12 and we got to talk about it. I almost kind of feel bad for him. Like, I sure don't. But that's a yeah, That's Bob, I've always thought you were a really, like, pitiful guy, you know? Like, well, really just full of, like... I honestly, because James Franklin's a good recruiter, I think he does... He's a every- great snake oil salesman. He's I, awesome. Like, just one of the best. You look at the NFL, he definitely some of the best... Fleming to Lots stay of good Penn State players from, in the NFL. Yes. Hey, he's done a good job there. Manny he Diaz just, did a great job. I he, feel bad for Manny Diaz, is who I feel bad for. He just can't get over the hump in in-game coaching, because <laughs> do you really feel bad for Manny Diaz? If I had to choose one of those... The coaches and the Penn State staff between the, the Manny Diaz, Mike Hirsich, and James Franklin. I'd pick Manny, Manny Diaz, like, did everything. Mary F. Kill? I mean, you're taking Mary yeah. with uh, Marion Diaz. Diaz. 
Manny Diaz. Do it. Do it. He's moving in. Mary Diaz (laughs) did everything right on Saturday. Okay. They were the defense for Penn State upheld their end of the bargain. I hope everybody listens to the end of this. (laughs) We we are. But he's refusing to answer the Yersic and yeah, who are you going to? I'm, I'm Bill. Bill here. has never been more interested in what's happening <laughs> on this show than got to do. You got to get rid of one of them. Okay, with the Penn State head coaching this staff. Is a, a, you got to get rid of one of them. The game. Uh, <laughs> Man, Manny Diaz He's did a, a good job here. on Saturday, and he was let down by his head coach and his offensive coordinator. Who would have yeah. thought? Who would have? Who would have thunk it? <laughs> Not real me. stunning turn. Of I feel, but I feel honestly, play, but. you know what it was in his head, and this is what happens. I always worry about this with coaches. Is I think the the lack of the the years of him losing and people are like you're not aggressive enough you're not this like yeah we're going yeah, like we're gonna go, I'm gonna go for it dude our defense like just pin him back no, there people never him. said he wasn't aggressive enough they said why are you running on fourth no. and five ding bat no they said like, and if it weren't for two special teams plays in 2016 he'd be 0 and 10 against Ohio State and Penn State is like the the administration is like totally fine with all this just keep it going. And the fan base is like, please, sh- anything. Like James Franklin, take the USC job. Leave, please. 2017, you're running on fourth and five. 2023, you're throwing every single time on third and one. Like double pass. The, there's a something that one of my friends who used to produce our XM show was. A, he's a big Penn State guy, and he has like it's the weird like head gift that drawn pictures like the Penn State circle of emotions. Huge natty, hopeful hype. Gets smoked by Ohio State. Lou, uh, win a New Year's Six Bowl, return back to like the, the Natty Hype again. Yeah, it's like the weird, worst game of life of all time. Yeah, because I thought they were going to beat Michigan in Happy Valley, and I no longer uh, think that. But no happy endings in Happy Valley? I don't think there will be. Not not for James Franklin, anyway. And and then it'll just be 10-2 and two and heading to wherever. Like Dallas, go beat, go beat someone in the Peach go, Bowl yeah, and call it a win a bowl game. Yeah. and. Yeah. Back to return back <laughs> yeah, to life. Exactly. Sign a new extension. Drew Aller's going to be the man. Sign, we're sign a top 10 class. Here we go. Sign a new Anyway, that game is on November 11th, the next phase of the round robin at the top of the Big Ten East. Ohio State won the first one, 20-12, and we uh, had a fantastic time in a fun casual joint at Roosters in the Horseshoe Lounge, breaking it down with these guys, Justin Zwick, Bobby Carpenter, Jeremy Birmingham, Nicole Cox having us in. You can come in for Appetizer Thursday. It's cheesy mm. bacon uh, wedges. They are fantastic. Scan that QR code, register for the Roosters Bowl Trip giveaway, and we will see you next Monday back in here at Roosters. It's a fun casual joint.